Welcome, Divine Expander, to The Riley June Show. As your host, I am dedicated to helping you unlock your soul's gifts, consciousness, and live a life of true divine expansion. As a psychic medium, spiritual mentor, and conscious healer, I have learned through self-practice and activating thousands of women with my work what it's like to truly harness and embody your soul's gifts. If you're looking for self-mastery, life purpose, and the confidence to live life aligned, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in and lean into your soul's truth in all ways. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to another session. Today, I'm actually feeling called to just press record and to riff on a couple topics that have really been coming up pretty consistently in a lot of um, going through your guys's uh, just posts in the membership and from reading the applications with the mastermind. And one of them being values and another one being this idea of worthiness surrounding abundance and like detaching from the stories. So when it comes to your values, let's backtrack this a bit before we get into this concept. First, I want to share with you my story and what I'm currently transitioning through in my life. And this goes back all the way to probably about 2017. So this would have been a year into my husband's heart surgery journey after, um, right after our son was born. And we were pretty much like, we had no income other than his disability payments, which was like a fraction of what we needed to cover our bills. And thankfully we had a lot of help from our landlord and our parents. But something that we had talked about uh, very early on in his heart his heart journey is creating a life where we are living off the land and where where we are very much in alignment with our values. He is someone who could go and live out in the middle of the woods and never see another day in society and he would be perfectly happy with that. And I am someone who came from the city, who got accustomed to an acreage and now couldn't imagine living anywhere other than in a space where we are in connection to the land. Now, in this kind of plan and this experience that we wanted to create for ourselves, there are certain things that I love to have in my life. And that's like luxury things like <laughs> running water and heat, <laughs> right? And a stove to cook on and where he could just have like a pot, make his own fire and bathe in the river, right? Like that's him. And I'm like, I love that for you. But like, that's not, mm -mm. I'm not here for that. Like I need a little bit more. <laughs> But something we had talked about for the simplicity of like bills and savings and building on wealth and teaching our children values in this world and in their life was uh, the option or opportunity of living in our trailer and living on some bare land and really just building this self-sustainable life. 
Well, this year, we got the opportunity to do just that. Um, We came to the end of our lease with our landlord in our um, acreage at our other place. And we were looking at all these other acreages that we wanted to move to and, you know, all this space and really like dreaming and planning of all the things that we wanted. We wanted a bigger house. We wanted five bedrooms. You know, we wanted all the stuff. And then it came to this point where my landlord was like, or our landlord, was like, uh, we have this corner section of land in off of one of our fields, and because he's a farmer, if you guys would like it, it's not much, but it has, you know, hookups for water and electrical, and if you wanted to bring in a modular, like, you totally can do that. Um, I know you guys feel a little crunched for time if you find something amazing, but, you know, me and my wife talked about this, and it's kind of just been sitting empty, and here it is if you'd like it. So me and Phil really came back down to like our values. Like, what do we want? What do we want to teach our kids? You know, what skill sets and principles do we want them to, you know, become accustomed to and to value in their lives as they grow up? And for me, the more conscious I become in my gifts and my goals and my achievements and desires in this life, and Phil really wants to have this deeper level of connection with the land and the environment. Um, it was a no-brainer for us to take this opportunity to move into our holiday trailer on this corner section of land. Not only does it present an opportunity for us to bank our savings and completely pay off our debt by the end of the year, um, but it was this really beautiful opportunity for us to really lean on these things that we wanted to and desired to value and be in more connection with. And when we finally moved here, it presented this challenge for me because I'm breaking out of this this idea and this belief system needing to have a home and, you know, raising children is supposed to look this way and now we have fold-down beds and I don't have a bath anymore and um, I, we have a shower but I don't have like the comfort of taking a bath and soaking in a bath and I love my baths. Um, and it presented challenges for me because doing anything even when you desire something, even though I desired this experience of being in a deeper connection with our land and our environment and self-sustainability, actually being in that position to now do that and execute that requires you to really absolve yourself of the belief system that you once carried that this was how things were supposed to be. This life in a house, raising children in a five-bedroom place is what it's supposed to be. Well, that's not what we have. And that was the belief that I was getting rid of. And we were also detaching from so many material things in our life. We got rid of basically all of our furniture and so much clothes and shoes and kitchen things. And other than like our bed frames and our mattresses and a couple dressers and our couch, we got rid of everything. And it was a really challenging experience. But what wasn't challenging is that all I was doing was shifting belief systems. I was shifting into the entirety of a new identity that I wanted anyways. But that transition doesn't, pre- doesn't come without presenting challenges because there's going to come points where you have to check in and be like, okay, yes, I do want this. It's different. It's different. 
all of a sudden offering services and making 100K a year when you've been maybe making a couple hundred or a couple thousand here and there is going to present to you new experiences from needing to become more intellectual surrounding finances, spending, saving, investing, um, building a team for sustainable purposes and growth and scalability in your life. That might mean that there are certain people in that new identity that you live don't actually align with you and you have to let go of some people and that's okay too. There are challenges that we are presented with but what you come back down to in those challenges is what do you value? Every morning, if I woke up feeling like, oh man, why the heck did we do this? Here's a list of things that I'm uncomfortable with. I would come back to my values and it would help me really root back into the foundational energy that I was stepping into. See, in the healing industry or really any personal development industry, coaching industry, product placement, advertising, affiliating, um, network marketing, there's this idea that the definition of success looks like you having this bag and this status and these trips and these speaking engagements and these 100,000 people in your audience. But in actuality, that might not be something that you're actually in alignment with. Now, I love traveling and that's something that I will be doing with my family in these next couple of years. But when it comes to like having these luxurious things like purses to show off to say that I have, you know, I created this level of success so I'm rewarding myself with this purse. It's like I'd actually really just love to, you know, take three days off and spend the entire time running around the yard and doing yard work. At what point did we actually determine that things like that weren't weren't a factor of success? So my coach held me to the standard of celebrating. And so I have had my, um, I've had one of the biggest months so far in my business and in 18 days in as I'm recording this of June. And so my coach is like, okay, like let's celebrate this. Like you get to put in the energy to yourself showing the universe you are worthy of your desires right so what do you want I was like man like there's this purse that I've really been wanting and it I feel like this is the time for me to go and get it so I go to the mall I walk into Kate Spade and I'm like man like I'm really excited to get this purse and then I'm really sitting with it and I'm like you know what I don't know that I really am that excited to get this purse from Kate Spade anymore because this company was also outed for child sex trafficking last year. So is investing my money into a company that their values of what they do (laughs) outside of the product they produce align with me needing to spend this money here? Like, do I actually want this? And what I ended up doing was buying the purse and then I felt this like deep level of like, why did I buy this? So the obvious thing would be like, okay, go return it. But I threw out all my receipts. So I'm like, you know what? I like this purse, but I'm also learning a really big lesson in this. And that's if I want to celebrate with a campfire with s'mores with my family, that that's me celebrating. And that doesn't attribute or mean anything less or more or better or worse about the success and the value of work that I'm putting in this world. And this is something that I see so often when 
people go into coaching containers or program containers and that's it's this idea that your things that you strive for need to be these like really big huge changes or things that once seemed so unattainable and I'm not knocking that if that's something you really want but what I am saying is really sit down and ask yourself what do you actually value? Because the things you might be striving for might not actually align with the things that you value. And so you're chasing a dream and a vision that is completely separate from what you actually value, meaning that you're chasing a dream that is its in of itself an energy leak. Does that make sense to you? And this is something that I'm really holding as a new standard in this industry and in the way that I teach is not only does everybody connect differently and everybody heal differently and everybody have different desires and dreams and goals in their life, but when it comes to actually setting goals for yourself and achievements for yourself and desires for yourself and a vision for yourself, you really have to come back down to your values. And if you don't know what you value, well, that's the perfect place to start. So this episode might actually turn into an exercise for you. And I would even encourage you to create a divine assignment out of this and go and review and reflect on your values. So for me and my husband, our values come down to living off the land and creating a self-sustainable life. And that's not going to be something that's built in one night or in one month or even in one year. But we are more than happy continuing to grow and expand in that experience and creating generational wealth for our children and our future grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and so on and so forth in teaching them basic human principles. And that's, that's what we value. And that's something that is so important to us. And if you have different values, then that's beautiful. How are you aligning with that truth? Are you showing up to create those experiences in your life? If something that you really value is deep connective relationships, well, are you holding people to that same value and standard when they are connecting with you? And equally for your clients, are you holding your clients in a standard and in a space where you are giving them the same kind of depth and value and connection that you want them to experience for themselves too? So I'll use this for example. Um, one of the things that I've been working on with several of my clients and, and with people in the membership is relationships that have dismantled because of the pandemic, because of, uh, difference in beliefs and opinions about what people should and shouldn't do. Um, and I'm not here to argue what you shouldn't, shouldn't do. What I'm here to present to you is if you have had family who have taken the word of the government over the value of your relationship in the last year of your life, meaning that they chose to stay at home, whether it's in fear, whether it's in trauma, whether it's in a deep belief system of whatever, and have chosen ignorance over not looking at anything, and that became the the standard, the approach that they then used, or in this case, the excuse to not go out and see anyone. But now there's this magical resolution that you can receive. And that's the thing that's giving them the permission to now come back and see you. But you're feeling like, I don't want to see this person anymore, right? You're not a bad person for reflecting on the way that they have shown up 
for you in your life, regardless of the title that they have held in, in your family or in your, your relationships over this past year and saying, look it, you know, I respect you for the decisions you make or I have compassion or empathy, but that doesn't mean that now all of a sudden because you've made different decisions that I need to value you in my life when you have chosen to select the word of the government over these people, over people, your family. And this is something that I've even worked on. And that's, you know, um, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I need to check in. Do I want to share the story? Yes, I do. My husband's brother was with him when he flatlined on the table and basically died. And this last year in 2020, called him on his birthday and said, you know, I wish things were differently and we could come hang out, but, you know, happy birthday. I'll basically see you when the governments lift the restrictions. And so because of that, my husband has chosen to not whatsoever go out of his way to see his brother because to what, like, no life is guaranteed. No day is guaranteed. So what if a week from that day, my husband died and he had selected the value of the word of the government where there's zero inconsistencies in determining who he can and cannot see, wh who, what he gets to value in his life. And this isn't meant to be a riff on like <laughs> what people choose in the pandemic, but this is about values, right? If you value people in your life, then you need to show up and show them that value. And when you allow outside external forces to be valued more so or have a say over your own moral principles and values, you don't really value your own values if you can be easily persuaded into selecting something over what you once said is true for you. Does that make sense to you? You might need to rewind this and listen to that again because that was a really good one. But what I'm presenting to you is that when it comes to you making changes in your life, when it comes to you making investments in yourself, when it comes to you shifting experiences that you really desire to have, you always have to come back to what is in alignment with my values? What do you want? Like genuinely, what do you want? Do you want connective relationships where there's depth and you talk about more than just the political system? Do you want to explore new concepts with people or go on adventures? Okay, so these are a part of your values. Are you creating spaces or setting boundaries or expressing what it is that you then want in your relationships? When it comes to your money, one thing that we go really deep within in the mastermind container because it's all about lightworkers being compensated for their services and creating aligned offers and magnetizing the work that they're putting out into this world and it's the receiving of finances, it's the receiving of money, it's the energy of being abundant. Well, if you want to be abundant, how much time are you spending in the energy of abundance? And that doesn't mean you need to be going out and spending all this money. It means are you taking in content of luxury? Are you reading books on financial literacy? Are you listening to podcasts where they're teaching you about wealth concepts and mindsets? And are you doing the work reflectively? Because if you're not, you can't expect your life to change if you're not equally taking aligned actions from the things that you desire to experience and you want to learn or you're even learning, right? And it comes back to your values. What do you value? 
me and my husband. When we moved into our trailer, we had conver conversations with a multitude of people saying, well, there's a difference between simplifying your life and being miserable. There's always going to be someone who says something. Are you going to allow their opinion to carry and bear weight over your own values? Because we could have easily been like, oh yeah, we didn't think about that. Oh my gosh, how miserable are we going to be? Oh, well, then you go down the train of all the cons that now become so blown up over the things that you once valued. And it's like, no, these are our values and this is what we're going to do to attempt to achieve them. We don't know how this is going to work out. We don't know what the plan is here. We might live in our trailer over the winter, though. We found our tiny house, and it's really exciting, so we won't be living in our trailer over the winter. But even if for some reason we did, it's like, that's fine. We're not going to die. You know what I mean? Like, it's a learning experience. It's the opportunity to create something better or create something different or whatever ends up coming out of that space. Even in the tiny home that we have found that we're going to put on our property, the first thing that comes everyone out of everyone's mouth is, well, you got to make sure it's insulated and you got to make sure it has this and you got to make sure it has that. And we're like, yes, okay, absolutely, <laughs> right? But we're not going to allow other people's perception of the world and belief systems to become more dominant than our own values. And when you lean on your values, when you are clear about what you value, it's easier for you to not feel like an imposter in your desires. It's easier for you to take aligned actions or set boundaries or create standards in which you expect people to uphold or show compassion where need be. And it also allows you to really step into detachment. When you become more conscious in your energy, when you desire more sovereignty, whether that's financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is, or all of it, what you're learning is detachment. And detachment gives you the ability to surrender. And when you can surrender to a greater experience, a grander event than what you once perceived or believed to be true, it manifests, but it manifests because you stood tall and true to your values and you practiced and you leaned on yourself first and you upheld people to the same values and standards that you expect of yourself. See, there's a big inconsistency in, in the work when I get started with my clients um, which completely transforms by the end of it, and that's upholding other people to the same values and standards that they expect for themselves. That's a really big one. And I'd even argue that even in a state of higher consciousness, we still don't fully do that. But what's so beautiful about the continuation of healing work and allowing yourself to be supported and allowing yourself to invest time and money into your growth, into your desires, into where you want to go, whatever that may look like for you, is that you stay true to your values. And that is the most important thing out of everything in life is what do you value and uphold that as truth. And you create a moral compass that then teaches other people how you desire to be treated. It teaches your clients how they get to feel and experience. And it teaches them to have standards. 
right? And so speaking specifically in this part to lightworkers and healers and psychics and mediums who are offering services in this world, if you haven't healed something in your life, you can't teach it. But if you have values and you uphold yourself to that every day and you grow and you change and you adapt and you adjust and you learn, then you absolutely can teach it because you're integrating and embodying the exact thing that you value to be true. But if you have a set of values for yourself and a different level of values for everybody else, there's no consistency. There's no coherence between that. And so your energy is an energy leak in of itself. So I wanted to present this concept, this reflection to you today and really inviting you to sit with what are your values? What do you want out of life? And are you upholding those same values in the actions you take, in the relationships you have, in the choices you make, and helping you align and step into the energy that you value to be true? Because in order for you to have something, you need to be the person, the version of you, be in the energy that has that thing before it's ever manifested in reality. You can't have, do, be. You have to be, do, have. Be in the energy you desire. Take the actions, do the things from that space, and watch the things manifest, having them show up in your reality. Okay, I wanted to just take a moment here and talk to you about the Align and Ascend Mastermind and more so just really riff on why this container was created. And what I came to find through my journey of stepping into entrepreneurship or soulpreneurship or whatever it is that you feel called to call it was that there's a lot of people teaching how to do it their way and there's not enough people teaching you how to do it your way. And the difference in my income from when I got started and where I'm at today is the difference of me listening to other people and the difference of me doing it my way. And when I had the vision of holding a sacred container for lightworkers, healers, psychics, mediums, anyone who is stepping into energy work or who is recalibrating their services, was teaching you the fundamental experiences, connections, trainings, skill sets to magnetize your offers with your own energy in your own way. There are certain things that I teach you surrounding scheduling and like branding to help you to create a cohesiveness for attraction marketing purposes. But at the end of the day, your success is determined upon how much you're aligned with what you're doing. If you're putting out offers because you see that there's 15 people who um, who need protect your energy support, but maybe it's something that you don't necessarily even practice yourself, but you're like, okay, I know there's people talking about protecting your energy, so I'm going to put out this offer. It's like, that's good to try, but I can tell you right off the bat that even you're not going to feel aligned with it because you don't even practice it. And so there's something to be said about just like putting offers out there and get getting comfortable with it, especially if you've never done this before. But what I create in this in this mastermind container is a sacredness for you to really sit with, like really sit with spirit, really sit with your intuition, really sit with your energy and ask, what message are you here to bring value into this world? 
What message are you here to help people step into and heal and enlighten? When I took my master Reiki training, uh, master Reiki training, (laughs) there we go. Um, you know, there's a specific way that they teach it. And the more that I would practice Reiki sessions, the more I felt disconnected from it. And I'm like, you know, I love what they do and I love what people are experiencing from this, but I'm not aligned with this at all. And I actually really love doing Reiki this way where I incorporate recording myself going through the chakras and talking about what's coming up. I love, you know, bringing that intuition development into it because Reiki is energy. So why wouldn't you learn how to develop your intuition along the side of it. I also really love pulling energy from outside of that person's being instead of just flowing it through them and charging them. So I incorporate different modalities and different ways of whatever comes through for me in those sessions and I turned my Reiki into conscious healing sessions. And that feels so much more aligned to me and even the testimonials back from these sessions were far better and deeper of a transformation and an impact than what I was doing when I first started getting uh, offering them. So there's definitely a necessity for you to get comfortable with making offers, but when you're putting offers out into the world, and especially if you're just getting started, even arguably if you're recalibrating your services, actually allowing yourself to bake these ideas, right? So think of like a loaf of bread. A loaf of bread isn't made in one afternoon. Okay, yeah, it is. (laughs) A loaf of bread isn't made in just like a couple minutes sitting down and throwing everything together. The best type of bread is made with intention, with a perfect recipe, with intuition, knowing the right time to take it out and the perfect amount of time to let it raise. And maybe in this loaf, you want to throw in some pumpkin seeds. Maybe in this loaf, you want to experiment with, you know, more of this ingredient or less of this ingredient. And you come to find this beautiful blend, which ends up being this really beautiful moist bread. And you're services, I was going to say your exercises, your services, your offers are equally of that value and capacity that you get to bake these perfect loaves of bread that you've put out into this world that feed a family. Because if you look back on the value of healing and learning and development and trainings that you have taken up until this point, it has in some way, shape, and form transformed your life. Well, what you're putting out into this world, either from just getting started or recalibrating the experience, is going to be of the same level of value in how it has helped you. The difference is you're infusing your mission, your methods, your connection, your way of doing things into it, and it makes it even that much more special. But If you're following someone else's recipe and you don't allow yourself to explore intuitively what that could mean for you and how much better you could potentially create it, then it just becomes this passed down recipe. Now, there's something to be said about grandma's recipe, right? But anyone who's taken grandma's recipe and has tried it in different ways has 
come to find that there's things or ways that you could improve it. Or maybe your taste changed, or maybe it's just not what you thought it would be, right? Or maybe there's a more productive way of doing it, right? So you have to allow yourself to infuse your own experience into what you're being taught. And that's exactly what I teach you is here's ways that you can do it. Now let's talk about what you feel called within this. Because this container isn't just about come into this container, you know, go deeper within your skills, set up all your stuff, and you're on the other side, bam, boom, good. No. You're coming into this container to receive high-level coaching. You're coming into this container walking out with psychic and mediumship skills and development. So you learn a skill set. You're coming out of this container with systems that you're setting up in your way with your copy and contracts and processes and a sacredness in your offers so that when people come to you, not only do you feel confident and professional in what you're doing, but it's aligned with your truth. And that's the most important thing. So for those of you who are in this space, you're stepping into your work, you want to learn how to package and curate a magnetized experience for your clients, or you're wanting to recalibrate your services and really step into that next level of ignition in what you put out into this world, come and join, come and join me in the Align and Ascend Mastermind because it will seriously rock your world. So the application will be in the show notes. I really hope this episode brought you a ton of value. Come back to your values always because your values are what sets the precedence in your life. All right. I love you. I will see you soon. Sending you all the love. Hey, before you go, I wanted to take a moment to just thank you so much for tuning in with me each and every week. If you weren't already aware, new episodes drop on Mondays. If you could please be so kind as to screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Riley June with your biggest takeaway. Or if you know someone who could really use the insight and guidance provided to you in this session today, I would love for you to go ahead and share this directly to them. I look forward to continuing to bring you insight, guidance, and self-mastery activation tools that you can implement into your life now to truly evolve and become the divine expander that you are. All right, I cannot wait to chat with you soon. And remember, don't forget to go and find the magic in today.